now it's recording hey everybody welcome to another edition of trish and joanna and our spiral up living community uh, great to see you joanna this morning hello i love to have another session with you and our little golden friend and i'm super excited thank you everybody for the amazing comments and likes on the youtube for subscribing to our youtube channel and for leaving us some encouraging and positive messages we love every single word that you text and send in our direction well it is the week of valentine's day and so we thought that we would talk a little bit about love uh, yeah, a little bit about love, and I have my little friend here, so the question is, is this what you think about when you think about love, or is this what you think about when you think about love? I don't know. What do you think, Joanna? I think that that is a, a very interesting way to put it on, and today I'm very excited about, about this uh, podcast because you as a listeners are going to be able to have experience and feedback and stories from every single possible situation in the love status from single women to married women to divorced women to single woman again uh, so it's going to be a, a very interesting postcard and I can tell you that I actually was single for over seven, eight years when I was in Colombia. And, <coughs> excuse me, my attitude about love was actually like that sad balloon. I was uh, all the time seeing couples snuggling and kissing and holding hands. And I would actually feel sad about it because I, at that time, I didn't know what I know now. So I was actually feeling the jealousy of they have what I want and why they can have it and I don't. And it was a long time where everybody was like, we don't understand why you are single. You are smart, you're intelligent, you are funny. Why you're single? I'm like, I don't freaking know either. Stop asking. <laughs> um, but it was very interesting, my, my transition from that mindset to a different change of mindset that we will talk a little later and how now I apply some uh, manifestation and techniques and some energy techniques to make sure that love is around me, not only in a partner relationship, but also with my family and my friends. What about you? Well, I come from a, a very loving family, and so I definitely grew up with, I, I turned my phone off and now it's ringing. Anyway, um, so I definitely grew up with uh, some very good role models when it came um, from through love and saw my parents actually work through a lot of struggles with their relationship. Uh, as I think everybody does, and and how they worked through it. Uh, I was married. Um, now, when I grew up, I actually said, I am not going to get married until 
I am 25. Like I just felt that leaping into a relationship for me when I was younger um, just kind of wasn't really what I wanted to do. Well, I waited until I was 24. Uh, you know, so I almost made it. And, uh, and I had a great, great marriage. Uh, sadly, it did not last. Uh, but I feel that was just part of the journey and the evolution for me. Um, because like what Joanna said, what I know now, um, I didn't know back then. And I believe my initial relationship and working through um, a divorce and reflecting on what I knew and my belief system around what I felt about myself and what I could bring to the relationship and my need to be with someone um, in order to identify with myself, I learned that really that wasn't a healthy thing to bring to the relationship and it really wasn't necessary. I didn't need to have someone else. So I spent a lot of time then reflecting and looking at my own self. And uh, I, I was very fortunate that when my marriage broke up, that I was able to go to um, a psychologist right away, a psychiatrist actually, uh, who worked with my mother and he stripped all my beliefs down. Like he just took me right down and built me back up again. Um, and it was really one of the greatest experiences to come out of one of the most painful experiences of my life. And I think that that fits directly into the three topics that we will be talking today. And is that um, we as humans, but especially we as females, need to take the garbage out of our mind that is not okay to ask for help and that we need to figure out everything for ourselves so having that that vulnerability of saying hey my relationship ends and i really need help and i need help from a psychologist or a psychiatrist to just help me through go through the process is actually a very good start for what we're going to be talking today and is how we create love in our life so I think that what Trisha and I are going to share with you is a kind of between three different buckets. So the first one is my opinion. What is the first step on any relationship to make sure that you have love in your life? Then if you are single, what are some of our strategies on what both of us did in the past and I still do to attract love? And then the third one is if you are in a relationship, also techniques and, and strategies that we both use in our marriages to keep the love doing and also some do not do uh, based on our own experience. So we hope that you enjoyed this and, and let's start with the first part. And I think that, that Trish touched on this one and I want to hear a little bit more about her experience, but it was also my experience when I was single those nine years and it was, not being able to feel good with myself and feel complete alone. That, that little Hollywood uh, phrase of my half, my other half, it indirectly said in our mind the sense that we are not complete and that we need something else to get that completeness and the wholeness. 
And in my experience, in my opinion, that is the first thing that we all need to fix. It doesn't matter if we are in a relationship or not. It doesn't matter if we have a great relationship with our family and friends or not, is how is the relationship with ourselves? How we love ourselves, how we show love to the person that we are. What, what do you think about that, Trish? Oh, most definitely. Um, my experience was that uh, my relationship started when I was in high school. And I really was running away. So I was running away to what I thought was going to make me happy. Instead of coming from a place of bringing my whole self to a relationship with someone else. Um, and I believe that it was the same for my husband. That it was, um, this will all make everything better. And that's where it came from. And, uh, and it did, but not on a deep, whole level. It was a little bit too um, surface to really long sustainability, I think. And, and I think that that's very powerful because it's, that concept of I will be happy when and giving our happiness and giving our power to something else or someone else outside ourselves. So, and, 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 and for me, when I was single, it was very similar. It was that all the time thinking of, I will be happy when I have that. I will be happy when I can travel with my partner. I will be happy when, when this, and, and what happened there that, that is very common is that you start in a frequency of lack and a frequency of, of sadness, and that is that instead of spiraling you up, it's that spiraling you down because you are concentrating your emotions and your vibrations saying something that you don't have because you are saying, I will be happy, and what that means is, I am not happy right now, and you cannot create from what you don't have. So I completely, completely agree with you. So let's gonna share with them what are some of our strategies and techniques for show self-love and, and build our relationship with ourselves now. Shall we? Victor? Sure. <laughs> Do you wanna start? <laughs> yeah, I will start. So um, one of one of the techniques that that helped me a lot was to dedicate time every week to do something just for the fun of doing it because it was fun and nourishing for me. And that was at the beginning a little struggle because I feel sometimes guilty because I still have work to do or because. I want to please my family or my friends or my spouse, but being able to just make that ritual of once per week, do something just for me, just for my pleasure, 
just because I want to do it, um, help me with that self-love. And then the other one is um, that I take from a mix between Louis Hay affirmations, a mirror work affirmations from Louis Hay, and a movie that I saw many years ago that is called What the Blimp Do We Know? And is um, act with my body and my words like I will act with people that I love. So sometimes I just write little hearts in my skin or I put little phrases saying how amazing I am, how wonderful I am, how beautiful I am. And that create that frequency of, of self-love and vibration that, you know what? It would be nice if I had somebody next to me, but I am completely whole and fine and happy exactly as I am right now. Those were a couple of the ones that I used. What about you? Uh, yeah. Does anyone else out there, and I think Joanna touched on it, uh, can you relate with um, the busy being busy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, raise your hand. I, I, I can see you out there. Uh, definitely making time for me uh, is something that I still struggle with. Um, the the to-do list is long and I add to the to-do list sometimes more than I actually take things off the to-do list. But really making the, the space and the time to um, do the things that I enjoy and have fun, you know? Like remembering to have fun. And I love to read. And I love to read books that educate me, but I also love getting into the story of novels and watching people's journeys and seeing how the author has, um, taken you through the the characters and their experiences and then my most favorite thing to do to get really immersed and watch r relationships and how things evolve is of course movies and my favorite movie of all times is you've got mail <laughs> i love that movie too so it just came on Netflix, and so I had to watch it again. And if you haven't seen it, it is a beautiful, I mean, I love romantic comedies, but the how Meg Ryan goes through all of her emotions um, from hating this person to falling in love, and I'm not going to tell you what the scene is at the end, but there's a golden retriever. And there's a twist that she doesn't know about. And every single time I cry and I just think, oh my God, it just warms my heart. And, um, and it just helps reaffirm the feeling that I want to have in my new relationship. Yeah. I want and to I will give you a tip and for everybody that is struggling with time and putting uh, priorities to you is one thing that helped that was helpful for me was make it a game and I put it initially as if 
through a week i will not find some time to do something fun for myself at the end of the week i will have to do something that i really dislike or i did something that i really dislike but i have to do or i will put like 25 30 dollars in a piggy bank so in that way i had that game of is not is not only not optional but also if i don't do it i will have to get a consequence that is not in the most positive vibrational state and that tricked my brain to say hey you know what stop right now i'm not going to pay 35 dollars to my hi kitty cat i'm not going to pay 35 dollars to my piggy bank or i'm not going to do the laundry for justin this week so i will just do my epsom salt bath with candles and a book so that may help some of you that are struggling with putting yourself in the priority list first and putting your oxygen mask first well one thing i learned from uh our mentor that we have is from Eric Edmeads is called Freedom Friday. And uh, basically taking Friday away from work and having it for yourself to do something fun, to do something for you. And uh, I know what you're thinking out there. You're thinking that's impossible. I can't do that, especially for the entrepreneurs. I can't possibly take away from my business. Well, how about just start with a couple of hours? How about start with um, noon? From noon on, I'm going to just take time for myself or my family or my girlfriends, go for lunch, go to a movie, have some fun, whatever it is, start practicing some Freedom Friday. And uh, it's really made a big change for me. So. Freedom Friday, everybody. Woo I love Freedom Friday, too. I'm not at the point of full day, but I'm doing it in the afternoons, Fridays. So, yeah, I hope that you guys took a, some of those tips on the first part of the, of the, of the podcast that was on self-love. And now let's going to go into what are our strategies and techniques for attracting our special person. And because sometimes what happens is we are unconscious and we attract people in an unconscious level and we at this point of our life had all the tools the knowledge to actually be aware of it and actually use techniques and strategies to attract exactly what we want so um what are some of the techniques that you use trish i think a clear picture of how i want to feel in the relationship and uh so i i i actually find things i i i i can see maybe like when we were in cabarate on the beach and it was breakfast one morning and i looked out on the beach and i saw this couple walking hand in hand they were looking at each other as they walked down the beach um, I assumed it was a great conversation because they were smiling and really interacting. And I actually took a picture of them. Uh, and it's on my vision board. And that is something that I want to be able to do uh, with my 
new partner who's out there and to have the freedom to have the vacations to go and walk on the beach and to have the time but just to have the energy and the the interacting so bringing up all the feels i guess we can call them um, of how i really want to have that in my life i think i i have stepped away from what you were talking about earlier joanna which is like how come i can't have that look at those people i want to have that i want to have what they have and i've eliminated that and i just look at relationships and i just i take in the vibration of it and the feeling and 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 then i i have a i don't have a checklist but i do have because I'm a writer, so I've written down the feelings and what the relationship, um, what I really want it to look like. Well, not want, but how I, how I know in my vibration it's going to be. Good. And I, I think that you touched two important things. I actually, for Justin, actually how I completely know that I manifest Justin was after those seven, eight years of being single, and the Christmas of 2011, on New Year's Eve, I sit down with all the energy, like literally tired and sick of being single and saying, what the fuck is wrong with me? That everybody's asking why I'm single and if I should not be single. And I, for New Year's Eve, I sit down and write every quality that I want in the person that was with me. And I get very deep, not into the physical qualities of six feet tall and Burnett, but like the soul values of being honest, intelligent, family oriented. And then I fold that. And then the next step that I did was I start working really hard to evidence each and every one of those qualities on myself. Because one thing that I've been seeing in the past is that we make people do this dream list, but they don't take the time to see that they are probably 30% of that list. And the reality is if a person meets 100% of that list, they're not going to be looking for somebody that only have 30% of that. They're going to be looking for somebody that, that had 98% of the same list. So I work for a year and a half very hard on making sure that I was living a life where every single one of those characteristics were evident in the way that I behave and the way that I talk, in the way that I treat people, in the way that I treat myself. And I actually met Justin February of 2013. So 15 months after I did that letter. So for that, I will, if I'll, any of you single ladies looking for somebody, the list is very powerful. Take the time to review the list and make sure that everything that is really important for you is in the list. And I'm telling you that because there is something that is very, very important for me that is dancing. I love dancing. And I didn't put that in the list. And guess what is the only thing that my husband doesn't do? He does dance. not dance. <laughs> so... So um, that one is, is the power of the list and the power of not only making the list, but we are being hearing this over and over again is 
see it, believe it, and act on it. So how you can act on the on the characteristics and the emotions and the vibrations that you want. And the second one that I want to piggyback with what you said on stop being jealous and actually celebrate when you see other people, other couples. We were recently together in a, in a manifestation challenge. And one of the things that was very beautiful that I learned and I love that in that concept is if we really believe that we are all connected, if we all really believe that we are all one on an energetic level, every time that we see in others, if we see a couple smiling and cuddling and snuggling, that is just the universe telling us, I got your message. This is coming for you. This is just a preview. These are just the preview, the trailer previews before your movie. So this, what this is just saying to you is, we got you. We got the message. It's coming. And I think that that changed a lot the way that I interact with relationships, but with everything else in my life. is Every time that I see in others that, that I want, I celebrate it because I'm like, yes, universe, you got my message. That is me. That, that is me. That is a reflection of who I am. So. And part of the manifesting as well is making space and making time for a person to come into your life. Because again, I am the best at busy being busy. And I was uh, in a program called Lifebook where it looks at all the categories of your life and there is the love category. And the CEO of Lifebook um, manifested her new husband and he uh, wasn't exactly what she had put out. The universe tends to surprise us. Um, but what she did was she actually had a date night with herself. So she got all dressed up really nice. She set the table. She put candles out. She put a glass of wine and she made a lovely dinner and she just sat down and then she envisioned what it would be like to have this romantic relationship with her partner. And just taking the time, like you said, to go over and review really the qualities you want, but actually to just be still to just be, to make space, to say, wouldn't it be nice? What would it feel like to have this experience with my partner? What would it feel like to have this beautiful romantic dinner? Okay, so because we are a spiraling app, when was the last time that you have a date with yourself? Um, probably about a month ago. Okay. So me and our audience want to hear in the next couple, in the next four weeks about a date that you had with yourself. Okay. And it's going to spice up. And then, hey, everybody, if you are listening, share with us also. If you are joining Trish and this, do a date with yourself and just share ideas on what it was, how you felt. And Trish will update us in a couple of weeks on how was her date with herself because I think that that is phenomenal and is, is, is a critical part of, of finding somebody getting in that vibration. So challenge accepted. Woohoo! <laughs> I like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and now the last part of the podcast uh, is 
what are, if you are in a relationship and you are either very, very happy in your relationship and want to keep nourishing that, or your relationship is starting to get cold uh, or starting to lose that sparkle, what are some of the strategies that we did in our relationships to, to keep that magic life and that magic on? So. Well, you're going to have to take that one because I am. <laughs> but you were not single before. So you can share something that you did with, with, with your husband. But yeah, I will, I will take, take to a, couple, a couple that I do with Justin. I can give you a couple off the top of my head. Yep. Um, so you, you can imagine your fresh new relationship. And every time that you see that person... Um, come through the door. You go to the door and you hug them and you, um, how is your day? And you talk to them and you communicate. And then as the relationship goes on and your other half comes home, you're maybe sitting on the couch or you're busy in your office and they come to engage with you and yeah. It's like, oh, it's okay, I'm, I'm working here, you know, it's all right, I'll, I'll be right with you. And it becomes that a little dismissive. I remember myself doing this, that's why I'm telling you. And uh, I know it now, but I didn't really understand it then, that that started to make my partner feel not important. So I do know that. I have learned that. And that is that is from the psychology part for all the females that are listening to us, there is proof on what Trish is saying psychologically in the brain of a man. A man needs to know that he is important. A man needs to, his testosterone vibrates when he feels important and he feels that he's getting attention. So actually what Trish is saying is being proved in a study is that the man's testosterone drops when he doesn't feel that attention and, and that feeling. I completely agree with you. Um, I have a couple that I've been doing with Justin and it, one of them is we shower with each other. Uh, the first three years of our relationship, we take a shower every single day together. Um, and it, it was a, a, a time to connect and play because he doesn't like the, the water as hot as I do. So it was a time to just be together doing something. Uh, it's funny because after I did that, uh, a couple of members of my family started doing the same with their girlfriends and boyfriends. But that created that connection. And now, because our life changed a lot, now we have a kid that we are working on. We don't do it every day, but we still try to do it at least two, three times per week. That is like, I see him in the shower and I just get naked and jump in the shower even if i already have a shower if i have the time i jump in the shower with him just to have that that time that connection that remember that part of of ritual what you were saying is we put a lot of energy and attention in our work in our family with our friends and then sometimes we get to ha to the house and we are empty emotionally and unfortunately, the person that is more important in our life, that is our partner, get the empty battery. So just having that awareness and say, hey, 
if really my partner is the most important person in my life that Justin is, Justin in my life is above everything else, he is my priority, then I need to walk my talk, my, I need to walk my talk and act accordingly and make sure that he knows and feels that I'm, he's the most important person in my life. Um, so the, the shower is one. The other one is doing uh, day nights. Like you were saying, day night with yourself, day night with your, with your spouse. At the beginning, you're going to find 3 million reasons why it's difficult. But if you force yourself to do it and do it maybe once per week or once per month, you are going to start getting that momentum that you just plan that time together. And it is not just watching a movie in the couch. It is something that you plan to do together. Go on a hike, go and paint a painting, pottery, cooking class, anything that is not normal for the two of you. So you can have what Trish was saying, that is sparkle of the beginning of the relationship is still going on. Doesn't matter how long ago it has been. Um, the third one that for some people will be weird, but I love cuddling Justin in bed. So we don't sleep cuddling all night long, but we fall asleep cuddling. Either he cuddle me or I cuddle him. And that also get that energy because we all know that energy that we are energy. So as more you can close on that energy, as more that will be strong. And I know that you didn't want to talk about sex, but I'm going to be talking about sex. <laughs> the last one that I will say is females. Make sure that you change your relationship with sex and start playing with sex as a way to find pleasure in your own body and pleasure in your relationship with your partner. Because when sometimes we as women, and I'm guilty of this in the past, I will be completely honest. I see it like, okay, I just have to open my legs to make him happy and hurry up, do it. And, and let's, let's get rid of this. But when you change, when you do it like that, first, you're going to find every single excuse to not do it. Second, it's not going to be pleasant for you. And guess what? At an energetic level, your partner is going to feel that too. I mean, he will still do it and he will still finish, but he, there is not going to be that connection. But when you move from that to actually play forward and enjoy and, and, and explore the experience of sex as something that will generate happiness and joy and, and fulfillment to you and your partner, magical things happen. Like there was... A year ago or two years ago, I told Justin, like, dude, we're not going to have sex anymore if you don't guarantee me an orgasm every time. So we will need to do our homework together. You will need to do your homework by yourself, my homework by myself. But from now on, I'm not willing to settle in having sex without an orgasm. So those were my, my tricks for people that is in relationships to keep the love flowing and <laughs> vibrating. What do you think about that? <laughs> Flowing and vibrating. All right. I like it. I like it. I will uh, implement that strategy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say. What else is there to say after that? <laughs> uh, uh, what, what I will say is that love is a beautiful thing. And sometimes we are so concentrated on love 
from a romantic relationship that we don't take time to appreciate the love that we have in our life from people around us as family and friends. And the last thing that I will do to invite all of you guys is this week of Valentine's. Yeah, do something special with your partner. Have a hot, sexy sex night with your partner or with yourself practicing. And <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to share about that in four weeks. Don't worry about that one. Challenges on. <laughs> <laughs> but also this week, Take your time to be grateful for the love that you have on people around you. Like one of the things that I'm being very grateful this year is for friends like Trish in my life. That is these people that love you and have your back and support you and is there to cheer you and be with you no matter what. And that, my friends, is love. So either if you're in a relationship right now with yourself, with somebody or looking for one, take time to appreciate and be grateful for the love that you already have. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is, I will bet you right now a thousand dollars that you will find at least two people in your life where you can say there is love between this person and me. There is, there is a caring, truthful love between us. Absolutely. So. Wonderful. Yeah. So I think that we are getting close to the end of the chapter. So happy Valentine's to all of you. We would love to see in the comments. First, self-dates. What are going to be an idea for a date with yourself if you're looking for somebody? Second one, what is something, if you have a relationship, what is something that you do with your partner to keep the spark alive? And then third, what is something that you do to show yourself love? So, Trish, and I, will... I love, and I would love to see uh, some of the list for us single girls um, and even Joanna to maybe share some of your list um, that you made to help manifest Justin. So let's get our creative juices flowing, ladies. And uh, ah, let's help each other bring our love life and just love in our life to a new level. I'm in. Amen. I'm in too. Happy, happy Valentine's Street. I love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you for being in my life. And all of you, thank you for tuning in, sharing with us and keep spiraling your life with us. That is a purpose. We keep spiraling up every day a little more. Right on. Right on. Bye-bye. Happy Valentine's.